But then again, who asked me? Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. This is going to be our Bachelor in Paradise recap episode. We had two episodes this week and we're going to go over both. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. I feel like these were such heavily produced episodes. Like, I don't feel like the drama was necessarily super real. I just felt like I could see the producers you know, moving their little puppet strings on the beach to make all this shit happen. I mean, I was entertained by some of it and some of it I was rolling my eyes absolutely out of my head. So first things first, I have to tell y'all, I have to appreciate Lance Bass for still rocking Frosted Tips in the year 2021. Good for him. That's, that's how you stay on brand, honestly, truly. So we see the aftermath of Marissa and Riley's date the morning after I love that Riley wakes up in his do-rag. They both look refreshed, relaxed, how you should look after you fuck somebody you like for the first time. All right? But, 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 let me tell y'all, I have a question about this Boom Boom Room. One, because we've been hearing about it way more than we ever have in the past. Does everyone Boom Boom in the same room, in the same bed? Because if so, I have a problem with that. I don't care if they change sheets. Like, there are so many day beds around the beach that why doesn't everybody pick their own day bed? And they're like, okay, we'll just fuck on this one because I don't want to fuck in the same bed that everybody else has. I don't care if the sheets are changed at all. That does not sound right. And it doesn't sit right within my soul. So first things first on my list of things I think producers made happen is this conversation between Demi and Deandra talking about Marissa knowing how good she has it, and I'm using air quotes there, with Connor. Y'all have seen Riley, right? Like, I saw the connection between them before they saw it. And to be honest, I just, I don't know why we're having this conversation. I really don't. Nevertheless, we get two new people, and listen, I remember seeing an article or something about how they were having issues finding former Bachelor contestants to sign up for Bachelor in Paradise. However, no one is going to convince me that this man that I've never seen before, that I've already forgotten his name, that showed up with Chasen, was ever on The Bachelorette. No, you don't go here. Okay. I know Chasen because his face deeply irritates me. But this other man, never seen him, never heard of him. Then they have this fucking douchebag talk about being smoke bros and looking for smoke shows. And I I can't, I can't. I had secondhand embarrassment for them in that conversation. Like I really did. So Jason pulls Deandra down to uh, talk when he gets down to the beach and I mean, I wouldn't have expected for Chasen to pull Deandra. Maybe that was another producer plant. But Carl is like upset. And he's like, your boy lost. Your boy this, dude. I'm like, sir, you lost her after you gave her her that rose the first week. But you for damn sure weren't getting her back when you were practicing karate on the beach. Sissy was laying on a day bed, taking a nap, probably a tequila induced nap. She didn't care about you. Okay. Like, really? Kenny feels some type of way about Mari talking to Jason and like, okay, this snowballs a completely 
dumb situation that uh, still can't decide whether or not is producer driven or not. All right. However, what I do know has to be, has to be producer driven is this man that I've never heard of pulling Jacinia down. Like I'm not convinced that this man ever went here. Okay. Not, not once. I, oh, not my, my sweet baby Ivan and Jacinia. Like I just love them together. I don't want to see this happen. I'm just convinced it's producers. It's producers. And to be honest, when Jacinia and this guy are talking, it gave me like big 90 day fiance vibes from big Ed. When like the girl's like, I love this view. And he's like, you're my best view. And she's like, eh. like what, what connection is here? I'm not feeling it. So Chasen decides to talk to Deandra and Carl is like shocked and it leaves me confused and annoyed. He's like, you ain't in love with the kid no more. I don't think she ever was, Carl. He also has a face that annoys the shit out of me. Put him in the suburban and send him home because we're done here. We're done. So Jasenia, she's she's leaving my sweet baby Ivan to go on a date with this guy I've never heard of. And do you all think that they tell them to hold hands down the beach? Because like, yeah, I get the premise of the show. But like, if you ask me on a date and we have to walk out or we walk out together, I'm not holding your hand. I don't know you. All right. Carl is annoying the shit out of me. He's like, I got my girl taken from me. Boob. Stop putting the fucking camera in his face. Stop it. He's not funny. He's not entertaining. I mm, can't. So they go on this date that's like very, it's a double date, by the way. It's Chasen and Deandra, this guy I don't know, and Jasenia. They go on a date that's like very Kama Sutra driven, I guess. To be honest, I blinked out for a second when they were explaining the date. But what I do know is there's a gong. They have to close their eyes and meditate. And like, I've been to a few gong baths before. It's like a meditation, you know, ceremony for an hour. And I just want to make it clear. Jasenia is like, oh yeah, like of all the places this guy I've never heard of blew on my neck. Um, that was my favorite and blah, blah. And I just like, if you put a gong in a room and you're supposed to like be meditating and you're with somebody that you're maybe remotely attracted to, there's a 90% chance you're going to get turned on. I'm just not buying that Deandra and Jasenia are so into these two. And then I learned that allegedly this guy that we don't know was on Jasenia's list. We don't know him. He never went here. My poor baby Ivan. I, because I'm just not buying it. I'm really not buying it. Jasenia does not look comfortable in any of these positions. Like, I, it's just, it's not natural to me, okay? So Denny is back on the beach giving my sweet baby Ivan advice. And I just want to know who asked for that. Because I don't think Ivan asked for that. I don't know who... Well, I know who it's obviously producer, but why they're trying to make Demi like the narrator of this show. Stop. It doesn't work. Okay. So one of the main storylines of these two episodes is Mari and Kenny. 
when Chasen and that other dude come down on the beach, it somehow makes Mari feel like she maybe is open to going on other dates. I'm still not sure because let me tell you where Mari fucked up. You don't tell a straight man how you feel. You ride out the wave, baby girl. Ride it out, all right? But you for damn sure do not confuse them because Lord knows they can only handle so much. Like, I understand what she was trying to say, but again, straight men are simple as fuck. They don't know shit. So that conversation just should have never happened. And mm, all I could think of when I saw this next part was that little TikTok thing where they're like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Please forgive me for saying that, but. Mari then confides in Demi. We have not seen these two talk the entire time. So that obviously was producer driven as well. Let me tell y'all where Demi is shady for this shit. She literally should have just said when Mari was talking to her, like, okay, y'all are going to go your own separate ways. I'm going to go grab Kenny since y'all are cooling it down. And I'm going to stand by that. Because Demi's person's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll take your man. Blah, 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 blah. When she was talking to you and she was like, yeah, I think I want to cool it down. She's Demi's like, yeah, go talk to other people like you guys should. Blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, she's hopping her little ass right on over into the Kenny pot. Like, it seems like not 10 minutes later. Like, and you could tell Demi knew she was being shady because she did that thing when people are like speaking with tight lips and they're like, I'm not going to be a shady lady. And it's like, girl, why didn't you just say that to her face then? I just, I cannot. To be honest, Kenny and Demi kissing is nothing but Kenny and his male ego being bruised as well as Demi being a producer prop. Like, you can't convince me otherwise. You also can't convince me that anybody necessarily wants to go to the boom, boom room with Kenny, but apparently they went. So whatever. Mari tells us that she thought that it would make him work harder and try harder. And I'm just like, baby girl, where did you get your lessons from? Because you don't give a straight man freedom and expect him to come back to you. Like, I feel like we learned that very early. Oh, whatever. So this is when we start shifting focus to the everybody feel bad for Connor party. And I have like such secondhand embarrassment for this man because I can't. It's just so, so bad. This like, I don't know, is it a romper or a two piece suit that he puts on and he's flexing and everyone's been told to laugh with him And I'm just so confused because everyone's like, poor Connor, blah, blah. It's baffling to me. It's really baffling. Like, it's rough for me to watch. Sir, please read the room. She left with Riley last night, didn't come back. And when she did come back, she has not said a word to you. Like, she forgot you existed. Like, I hope they paid Tajwan extra to tell Connor that, uh, yeah, Marissa was in the boom, boom, boom last night. I really do. I just can't. And I say that y'all aren't about to make me feel bad for Connor, but then I did end up feeling bad for him at the end of this. But we will get there. 
Y'all, it's time for me to bid farewell to Brendan. I have to send him up the beach. I have to say goodbye. I don't care how fine I think he is. You're just not going to treat Natasha like this, Brendan. It's like so obvious that he's not interested and it's hurting me because Natasha shouldn't be putting forth this much effort. She really shouldn't. But also Natasha, babes, like we're done here. Okay, we're done. Brendan is not giving the energy that you deserve. So we have this moment between Lance and Natasha where Lance is like, go on, get out there. And this is when I realized that Lance's hair may be blue, not blonde frosted tips. Or maybe it's just overtoned. I really can't tell. It's definitely overprocessed though. I know that much. I do know that much. Nevertheless, no, we're not we're not going to kiss Brendan first, Natasha, because he doesn't deserve that. Like, I was so fucking mad when I saw Lance Bass trying to encourage her to do that because no, he's just not acting the way he should. He doesn't deserve a kiss and he for damn sure doesn't deserve a motherfucking massage, okay? Nevertheless, she gives him both, all right? And... I do love this moment because it just shows like what a elevated queen Natasha is. Brendan says, oh, I'm like the sweatiest man in America. Like right as he's going in for a kiss, like could have been like a really romantic moment. And she goes, mm, you're not in America. <laughs> I was like, yes, correct him. All right. So then we shift focus to grocery store Joe. And I'm just going to say this because I hear people saying like they think Serena and Joe are end game and like they're into it. And I'm confusion because no one else is seeing the red flags with Joe. So he gets into talking about him and Kendall. And like, I just want to make one thing clear. First off, I remember when they like first broke up and they broke up and got back together and then broke up again. He like made a post on Instagram about how he fucked up. I don't, I'm not forgetting about that. Okay. And another thing I want to touch on asking someone to move to Chicago is a big fucking deal. Do you know how fucking cold it gets there? Asking somebody to move North period, but especially when they're from a warmer climate, like LA, Chicago, I dead ass would not move to Chicago for Michael B. Jordan, not Jason Momoa, not even for my real fiance. If he came in here right now and said, babe, we're moving to Chicago, I would say, who is we? Because not me and not this dog, not me and my son. Mm-mm. Me and the dog will be here. I'm not ever moving to Chicago. It's a fun city. I'm actually going this weekend. But like the winter there makes you wonder why the fuck the place exists. You go outside, you're, you can feel your eyelashes freeze. It's not cute. It's not fun. All right. Huh, nevertheless. And Joe says some very questionable things to me. Like he tells Serena at one point during their date, like well, you went on the date and you shouldn't have done that, obviously. And I know that it was said as a joke, but like, I don't think it was. There are some undertones there that I just, I can't. Like I pick up big, like old school 
low-key misogynistic tones and I think that's my issue with him because I also remember his dad saying at the beginning like when Joe was about to leave and he was like dad what do you not want to see me do he was like you better not cry and I was like okay but if the man needs to cry he needs to cry all right and at this point in the episode honestly there are two storylines that I'm tired of pretending are a thing and it's that Connor the cat and Marissa had a deep meaningful relationship and that Jasenia wants to be with this man I've never seen before. I'm tired of it. It's not true. My poor little baby Ivan. And I feel for Ivan because I have pulled a Jasenia on plenty of nice guys just like Ivan before when I was younger and I always hated it. Like being a woman, I understand. But like y'all know that's my my little baby Ivan. I think he is just so cute and precious. But would I date him? Probably not. And again, I'm still not convinced that this isn't a producer's doing because Jasenia is crying after she breaks up with Ivan. And I'm convinced that it's because they made her do it. You cannot convince me otherwise. All right. So then we get to start seeing the storm that is brewing. Um, that is Mari. And to be honest, I love this. Okay. I think the Demi thing, like them giving her, they obviously told her about his birthday. Uh, apparently Kenny spent his 40th birthday in quarantine so that he could come to bachelor in paradise. Um, they told him about, or her about his birthday and then probably gave her the cake too, even though that cake looked fake to me, it didn't look good, but whatever. But I think Mari's reaction was her. And to be honest, Again, my younger self, that's completely all something I would do. All right. She picked up that cake. She walked around the beach, made it known that she had it in her hand. And then she threw it in the fire. I absolutely would have done that. And then probably been like, should I have reacted that way? Probably not. But I did. Down to her telling whoever she told after like, oh, does she know that he just said he wanted to fuck me? Because he did. They were all sitting around the campfire. Demi wasn't there. And Riley was like, first person that comes to mind that you want to hook up with on the beach and Kenny said Mari I was like yeah I I the younger me relates to what she did however I wouldn't have confronted Demi I wouldn't have been like hey can I go talk can we go talk because Demi is just like not a person I think that I would have a functional conversation with Cause she's like, do you not know how paradise works? Demi, do you not know how paradise works? You left engaged once. Like relationships happen, girl. So please shut up. All right. Huh. Again, do y'all see them all them day beds? Cause we get to see a panel of where everybody's sitting while they're watching this argument. You see all them day beds. Why would you hook up in a boom, boom room on the same bed that everybody's been hooking up on? It just don't make no sense. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay. Now, Mari also confronts Kenny. And that's another thing I wouldn't have done. I would have just thrown that cake in the fire. And along with that, I would have thrown the relationship with Kenny in the fire. And like any thoughts that I had about Demi in the fire, I've been like, okay, be gone. But that's just me. All right. That's just me. (sighs) So the final moments of this episode are such chaotic energy that I love. Tammy fucking love that bitch. Love her. Okay. Let me tell you who I don't love. Aaron and Trey. The literal definition of toxic masculinity. Because do y'all remember last week when 
Aaron was making out with Serena right in front of Tammy. Do y'all remember that? Because it happened. I don't know. There's some pretend amnesia, some toxic masculinity, some misogyny going on deep on this beach because that's definitely something that happened. Trey and Aaron can go straight to fucking hell. Like, Trey called Tammy human trash bag, a human trash bag, and you can absolutely blow me with that shit, Trey. Your uncle's hard, hotter than you and probably more mature. Like, I can't. This is also when we see that something is like brewing with inside Taj. Like she's really fucking upset and I'm so confused. Like so confused. But the episode ends there, the Monday episode. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And to be honest, this is what I mean when I said like this was obviously a heavily produced episode because by the end of the Monday episode, we were like, why is Tajwan mad? Like who, what is going on? It was just a lot. The producers may have moved one too many pieces and then we had a shit show, but whatever. That's why we watch. So on the Tuesday's episode, Tammy, I love her. So this message is for you, Aaron. You slut shaming ass bitch. You toxic masculine ass bitch. Go to hell. Okay. Again, I ask, who the fuck is trying to make Demi the narrator of this? Because she's like, I think Tammy likes to stir up shit. I think she's a bitch. I th- yeah, Demi, same for you, okay? Like, same, 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 but different. Much like Kenny earlier in last episode, rather, this is all about Aaron's bruised ego because he didn't feel this way when he was making out with Serena right in front of Tammy. Honestly, at this point, someone put Aaron in the Suburban, turn on some Drake, and send him on his way. I'm done. This slut-shaming is not fucking okay. Like, when you made out with Serena in front of Tammy last week, she didn't do any of this. And now Tammy is crying, and now I have to fight you. Do we have a reunion for Bachelor in Paradise? I can't remember because I really need it to be addressed. I think there is one, but Lord knows we're on borrowed time. Okay, that's why we had two episodes last week and this week. Now, let me be honest with y'all. I'm not seeing Chasen and Deandra be a thing, like, at all. But I want to know what producer went to a mall kiosk, got that big-ass chain, and told Chasen to give it to Deandra. Like, what? At this point, Carl and Chasen can both get in the Suburban too. They can go. I have zero clue how Deandra, who is one of the most beautiful women on the beach, got two of the most annoying dudes arguing over her. Like, how? In the midst of all this, Trey decides to eliminate himself? Like, okay, I don't care. He lost me when he called Tammy a trash bag human. So then we get to see Becca Kufrin joins, and that's cool. I don't have a problem with Becca, but I also don't like how it's like, okay, Becca is a step above the rest just because she was the bachelorette. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of giving me like weird vibes. Like she's the Supreme and it's like, okay, well, we're all on Bachelor in Paradise right now. So like, we're all on level playing field. And I also don't like how it kind of like made the girls feel how they were like, I mean, she was the bachelorette. Like, yeah, she still made the wrong choice though. So here she is. I also hate that Taj is going home when she sees Becca's come because she feels like 
she's just like not going to find anybody. I mean, of course it had to do with Trey leaving as well, but my girl does love to exit stage left. I just, I wish she would stay longer. So Carl comes and tries to get Becca's attention. One by calling her Becky. And again, I say, put him in the suburban. Let's go. Chop, chop. Aaron tries to get Becca's attention and Aaron is lying. Just flat out lying to her face. He is, I don't know how you would say, displaying human trash bag behavior. And Becca tells him, oh, you seem older. No, he doesn't. Don't fucking believe him, Becca, because he's lying, saying that he, oh, I'm not connected with anybody. I haven't really had a connection. Shut the fuck up. You literally, literally were just slut shaming and screaming about Tammy. Okay, maybe not screaming, but you were definitely at an elevated level about Tammy kissing Thomas. I would kiss Thomas over him too. At this point, I'm not really sure what happened, but I just have in my notes, I know I'm casting Brendan up the beach, but he's so fucking hot. And I am. I'm casting him up the beach, but y'all know I love that boy, okay? Y'all know I love him. So at the rose ceremony, we get a plot twist. Deandra decides to save Ivan. And thank fucking God. However, I'm very annoyed because Aaron doesn't get put in the Suburban. I feel like producers told Becca to do that and I'm upset. Okay. Now this is the part where I start to feel bad for Connor the cat because I know I told, I know I said put him in the suburban too, but he was crying and he was like, I just want somebody to pick me. And I feel so badly when people say that. But nevertheless, Connor the cat and Carl got in the suburban and left and I don't have to see them anymore. So that made me happy. So the next day, Tia shows up and I love Tia. I've always really liked her. I followed her on Instagram forever since her season. Um, I The only thing I found weird when she came in is that her and Becca didn't like immediately gravitate towards each other because they're friends in real life. They're like pretty close. Um, so apparently Kenny is just Tia's type, which I'm not understanding, but whatever. All right. And... Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Demi is not about to talk shit about Tia. I will drag her like she is trying to drag Tia shorts because they're cute as fuck. Don't try. Don't try my girl. All right. And then Tammy telling Demi she has better hair than Tia. That's literally not true. At all. That's not true. Like Demi needs like a dehumidifier for her hair because that shit is frizzy. Okay. I also find it ironic that Demi, Miss, do you know how Paradise works? We're here to date each other, like date a whole bunch of people, is now telling Kenny that she doesn't want him to go on a date. I actually love this for her because it's what she gets. <sighs> then Joe and a couple of the other guys on the beach say something that's really annoying me. They're like, you try not to aggravate someone like Demi. First of all, this is why she acts like this. Like the men are like, I'm scared to see the wrath of Demi. Shut up. All she's finna do is run around the beach and throw a little temper tantrum. She reminds me of that girl from Wedding Crashers, that scene 
of the redhead sister when she's like pulling her ears and stomping and the dad is like, okay, 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 stop. Like that's who Demi reminds me of. Okay. Now that I've gotten that off my chest, shift gears to Abigail and Noah. I have never been more confused after seeing a conversation on television. Like at first, when the conversation first started, I was like, oh, this is like that meme where girls are like, hmm, I wonder what he's talking about. And then the guy is just like, it shows the guy's thought bubble. And he's like, I wonder if I can drive a truck on the ocean floor. Like, that's what I got from it. And then also, I remember earlier in the season, like the first episode, when Abigail was like, I move slower. I felt like Noah was just matching her energy. Like, uh, they the way they went back and forth, I was like, what the fuck are they actually trying to say? Like, I'm so confused. Allegedly, they broke up. I didn't even see. I don't understand how they left things. Like, I really don't. Huh. But apparently they broke up. Okay. And then people are saying, so Serena and Joe are now the strongest couple in the house. And let me just tell you, if Serena and Joe are the strongest couple in the house and we have a problem, the foundation is not lasting. Okay. And then at the end of this episode, we get to see Kendall show up. And I'm honestly confused by Kendall and Joe in their past, because like I said earlier, like I remember when they broke up, he was like, oh, I fucked this up. Yada, yada, duty, duty. And now Kendall's coming back and she's like, I miss Joe. And she was like, hey, butthead. And like, I I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, I feel like some things were left unsaid. But next week, next week, I'm really going to be done with Brendan. I'm not going to mention how fine he is. Nothing. Because we see Piper show up and I see my girl Natasha upset. And what did I tell y'all? What did I tell y'all? If it comes to Brendan and Natasha, I'm choosing Natasha. I don't care how fine he is. I'll ignore it. But with that being said, that is going to be our Bachelor in Paradise recap for this week. Like I said last episode, um, I do not anticipate a delay in our Bachelor in Paradise recaps that come out on Fridays. However, expect some delays in the Bravo recaps that generally come out on Tuesdays. We are headed into a long weekend. Um, I will be going out of town next weekend. And then of course we have plans this weekend as well. So just a small delay in those. Um, also do not forget to follow me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast and then rate and review me five stars on Apple, please. I feel like we go over this every week and sometimes y'all excel at a faster rate than other weeks, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there to where y'all are leaving ratings and reviews every week. Nevertheless, I will talk to y'all next week when we are discussing Bravo. Bye.